Welcome back, everybody. Episode 34 of the Sports Keys Boys. We actually have a very special guest today, Tim McCone. So thank you, Tim, for coming on. How are you, how are you doing, Tim? Today? <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Looking forward to it. It should be fun. Absolutely. I appreciate well, thank it. You. Thank you for coming on. This was actually all Phil. We'll give yep. Phil his, his, his credit, Phil, his flowers. Producer Phil. Phil's been producing, editing, uh, yeah, doing a ton of work, and he got him. So. He's all a five-tool player at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I listen to him all the time at the night show when I'm delivering pizzas at my part-time job, and he spits some shit that I like. But, you know, let me slide mm-hmm. into the DMs real quick and ask him. And he <laughs> yeah. actually responded. And I was like, oh, here we go. As Absolutely. a 95, uh, 98.5 listener, I, uh, Tim's on there a lot. So, great to have you on. No, I'm pumped. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, so let's get right into it, Tim. So, how, like, you know, how did you get to where you are right now? And, like, could you elaborate to the people that are listening? Uh, we don't have many listeners, but we have a <laughs> bunch of diehard New England fans that listen. They totally support you. Jeff, my cousin here, loves sports talk radio. Um, Absolutely. Probably more than all In the of car us. all the time, so. He is. He's a traveler in the car. So, yeah, just give us a little backstory of how, where you started and where you are now. Yeah, 100%. So I uh, I grew up in uh, in Worcester. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I was in college. It was sophomore year. I was landscaping in the summer. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And we just listened to sports talk radio like throughout the day when we were landscaping. I was like, oh, shit, like that would be really fun. So I mm-hmm. uh, started doing communications and then got my first job right out of graduation at a radio station in Worcester where I was doing like intermission reports for the AHL team there. Uh, the okay. Worcester Sparks who ended up moving out. Uh, a few years back. And then I was doing halftime and post game for Holy Cross football. And then uh, there's a TV station uh, here in Worcester too. So after working at that radio station for about a year, got my first TV job. And then from there got to go to NBC 10 uh, in Providence for five years, okay. uh, which was an awesome time uh, because I'm a huge uh, uh, college basketball fan. And obviously Rhode Island, as you guys know, uh, Big East A10 basketball, and that was like peak Danny Hurley at URI. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ed Cooley had it rolling at PC. Like it was just a, it was just a, a perfect storm there. Sneaky uh, the college basketball hotbed in the Northeast. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but that's. <laughs> I said, I said sneaky. I said sneaky. <laughs> he said sneaky. So Tim, <laughs> let me ask you, where did you go to school? Uh, I went. To, I went to school at Roger Williams. Yeah. Okay, Roger. Williams. Oh, nice. First yeah, of beautiful. Uh, and yeah. it's a great week to have you on. So for whoever doesn't know, Tim is a diehard UConn fan, like you mentioned, and PC plays UConn this Wednesday. Not sure if Phil knew that, but if I didn't know that, you told me the good chat. But yo, I it decided, it I could be the great, uh, the get of the century. So we are diehard Friar fans. Um, I actually want to save PC and UConn. Section three hundred. We should. We never did our thirty-fours, by the way. Which yeah, shout, shout out, out Paul Pierce and and David Ortiz okay. first and foremost. Well, Jeff takes wow. two. So we have <laughs> to put Tim on the spot. Tim, what, uh, what so was your I'm player? Gonna go, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Ray Allen at UConn, 34. Oh, uh, yes, very good. Uh, and then I'm gonna go off the board for you guys because my first, I worked at NBC 10 for five years, obviously. But when I was at Roger Williams, what really kind of got my foot in the door in terms of me wanting to do sports was yeah. uh, interning for Frank Carpano, who you guys know is like a legend, legend, legend in Rhode Island. And one of my first jobs was like he used to do at that point a Sunday night show with Sammy Morris would come on every Sunday Ooh, night. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good and one. He was all, I was a nobody. He could have yeah. been, <laughs> he could have been a huge dick to me and he was always the <laughs> nicest guy in the world. So I'll go with Sammy Morris. 34. Class act. Yeah, Class yeah, act. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. 
Jeff stole my fucking favorite player. <laughs> Jeff ever. dropped two. Well, we were going to skip it, so I just the truth, I, I, I got just a Paul right Pierce in. autograph fucking jersey. I got a, yeah. a rainbow collection of Paul Pierce over here. I got all his rookie cards up there. You're a piece of shit, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I'll say another one. Bo, uh, Bo Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walter Payton. Walter yep. Payton. Yo, wasn't Terrell Buckley 34? Yes, he was. Thank great you. one, Phil. Yeah, we're probably missing one. so many, but it's kind of crazy how we've done this for 30, 34 times, guys. Not going to lie. It's credit to us. Um, just we, we, we've been it, plugging yeah. along week in, week out. So, so Tim, we basically cover all, we are diehard soccer fans as well, but we also love NFL. Um, we also love basketball, all, you name it. We we're big sports, but one of the biggest sporting events that just happened was a Super Bowl, right? Um, I just, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? Obviously with the field being wet and the call at the end of the game, like what were your first initial thoughts when you saw that flag at the end of the, at the end of the game? Yeah, I hated it. I, I just I don't want to see a game decided by a flag like that. So I think I'm in the majority. I don't know if you guys disagree with that or not. But number one, uh, you know, if you're pulling for the Patriots, I know you're probably not pulling oh, for the Chiefs in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I, I I bet on the Chiefs, so I was. I was <laughs> there you go. Chiefs, so, yeah, <laughs> that'll change it a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, you just hate to see it. Like, all right, third third down, you got off the field. You're gonna they're gonna kick a field goal to go up three. Now the Eagles are getting the ball back with a chance to tie or go up with one timeout with yep. like a minute 30 left on the clock. Like that's what you want in the Super Bowl. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Play out. The, like the script so, was right there for them. Yeah. So then to ruin that whole thing and then for the just anticlimactic, let's run the clock down and kick the field goal with eight seconds left. It just, yeah. I thought it ruined what was an awesome if, game despite the field and everything. Yeah. Like you, if you weren't supporting anybody that just kind of ruined a classic game. Yep. Yeah. I still and, think, I still think it was a classic because it's just the way that the, you know, a lot of coming back from the Chiefs. There's a lot of good offense being Great played. I just, I just, I've enjoyed watching it. I hate both teams, to be honest. Philadelphia yeah. Eagles fans are a bunch of tools, and I hate the Chiefs because <laughs> they're trying to sniff around my boy Tom Brady's record, so they can both so, off. So, Tim, <laughs> Phil, Phil, snap, like, he gets into Twitter beefs with – he reps Boston like you oh, he never – every ever fan base. So, let me ask you this, Tim, since you are a diehard Patriots fan, correct? Yes, love the Pats. Who, yeah. who, do, you, who do you hate more, Kansas City – or Philly. Well, I'm I'm actually a Bucks fan that grew up in this area, but I support the rest of Boston sports. Well, that we'll get to that topic that, way later. That is a wild story. It's a wild. It's a wild yeah. story. It's a yeah. wild story. But I feel like you guys have to hate Kansas City more because they're the only real team to threat your dynasty. Yeah, exactly. Now let's make it clear: they're not close, by the way. But they're not close. Uh, no. Yeah, no. I was put like even though the Eagles beat them in 2017. Yeah, I was pulling for the Eagles there because it's like a completely it's a completely different team than what you had obviously in 2017. So there's no real like, you know, I'm not putting those yeah. like pieces together at all. How many like, same yeah. players were were there yeah. on the Patriots? How many? Well, you mean uh, the Eagles? Like the, the, Eagles? The, the the time the Patriots lost to the Eagles with the Blunt was the guy Blunt was there. No, there wasn't how many. I there, think there, some of the offensive line was kind of in the maybe the defensive line they had some players there. Other I than that, know. I think it was basically. I think it's new. Matthew Slater and McCordy are probably like. The yeah, two. there we go. Yeah, that's yeah. probably yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's right. I thought you were talking about the Eagles. No, I was talking about the Patriots. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, Patriots not that many, not that many left. Yeah. Not so, many left. so what do you think needs to happen in order for Kansas City to be in that conversation? Because what I see on Twitter by these Kansas City Chiefs fans, they are in in a way, in a way, think that they're almost at the table already. Yeah, no, like that's crazy to me. So, like, I think like the big difference. I was talking about this a couple weeks ago, actually, on 98.5. Like, even if you get one more, and so it's like Kelsey, Mahomes, Andy Reid. That's great. I think what's so impressive about the Pats is like 
they were two completely like other than Brady and Belichick, like they rebuilt that thing on the fly multiple times. So you had that first three out of four, yep. then you have the 017, which was loaded, and then you rebuild with Gronk and Edelman. And throughout that whole stretch, I understand that you didn't win a Super Bowl between 2004 and 2014, but you were always ridiculously competitive. There was no drop off, there was no like rebuild Ever, no. on the thing. Mm-hmm. You rebuilt on the fly. And so then to walk away with six to do it with completely different rosters and on top of it, stay competitive throughout. Like that is a, that's a huge ask. And so like, you're talking about completely redoing that offense around Mahomes. So like Kelsey gone, see, ya. all right, how are you going to rebuild that? And I know Mahomes is ridiculously talented, but I don't know. That's a, that's a huge, huge ask. I, here's uh, a wild take. I think Mahomes falls off a little bit once Kelsey leaves. Well, so here's that, my so. thing, like with the AFC. Really, like, Phil? Yeah. I don't know about that, Think about Phil. it. What's your Phil, he, he just lost Tyreek Hill and won the yeah. Super Bowl. Here's um, here's what I would say about the Chiefs, though. Like, this is the one scary thing uh, for them. Like, look, for the Pats, it was always like Peyton, and it was Baltimore was always like you're, yep. you didn't want to play them. The play it was all you knew it was going to be a yeah. tough game. They're I look at the AFC now. Even, like, even the Chargers with, with uh, Rivers and Damian Thompson, too, was, was always a little threat. Yeah. Too. Facts, but like, facts. now I look at the man, the quarter, like Burrow isn't going anywhere. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Allen isn't going it like man. Oh, they, yeah. that's the AFC is going to be a gauntlet for years now. Like Trevor Lawrence yeah. on the come yeah. up, yeah. but Kansas City does have to their advantage the best quarterback like the Patriots did for all those years, and he makes up for a lot of holes that oh, yeah. they may have. And but and, you're right, they're like one fourth of the way to even get to close to what the Patriots. Go ahead, Josh. And what did the Patriots do that was so great? It was like the recruitment piece of New England, the ability to grab a player that actually wants to be in New England just to play with Belichick and Bill. I feel yeah, like Kansas City Bernie. also has that. They they might be getting these older players uh, on a cheaper deal like you guys did. Uh, like, how many times have you guys done that, right? How many times did Brady make a guy like Brandon LaFell look like an absolute monster? Malcolm Mitchell that, that rookie yeah. year. Like, dude, you guys were just insane. And I don't think that will ever, ever be repeated. But if Kansas City goes back-to-back this year, did the Patriots ever win back-to-back titles? Yes, three three oh four. Okay, oh three. That's imp- and it hasn't been done since. Correct. No, and we stopped Seattle from doing it. Yeah, yeah, we did. That Super Bowl's my favorite one. That was insane. Uh, because Seattle could have. By the way, you're right. That that's. I think that's the bit sneaky. That I think Seattle is the biggest. Oh yeah. In terms of the whole dynasty, the most important one for sure. Like it definitely it changed everything. You. I think it's the best game. game. Best game. You finally get the fourth one. It yep. shut everyone up about Deflate Gate, I think, too. Because, like, if you go out, like, with all that stuff and then you get, like, throttled by Seattle, but uh, you put up, you know, if you put up that game, I just – Also, yeah, also Tim, we also lost to the Giants in 07 and we lost to them again. So, there was, like, two Super Bowls in a row we lost. That's some bullshit. Right. Yeah. So, like, all of a sudden, Brady's, like, three and three in Super Bowls rather than four and two. Like, it, it kind of mm-hmm. – not that, like, that takes away the three Super Bowls, but it changes stuff. You're 100% right. Yeah, it's a And, and it could have – could that Malcolm Butler interception – let's say he doesn't do that and Marshawn Lynch scores. That low-key starts maybe a dynasty for Seattle. 100%. Yeah. Like, they were, they yeah. were balling. They were a great back, back, team. Like said, back-to-back, yeah, absolutely. And that kind of shattered the locker room for them. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, though, Seattle didn't even deserve to be in the red zone because Malcolm Butler tipped the ball and it fell into the receiver's freaking oh my arm, God. stomach when I he was laying down in the back. Of my life. I was like, is this actually happening again? Is yeah. this actually- That would have been the third time, yeah. The deflection, the guy was already on the ground, and the ball fucking laid right in his fucking yeah. chest, dude. Come I on. couldn't believe that. that was they the didn't greatest- deserve to be in the red zone. but That, that was yeah, the that greatest catch that they never talk about. Like, oh, you yeah. never talk about him because of the Malcolm Malcolm Butler play. And... um. 
we'll get to this later, but Malcolm Butler has a young kid. Uh, his name is Malcolm Butler Jr. He's probably like five or six. He's actually Ed Cooley's nephew. Um, look out <laughs> for him. I'm just saying. He, he's The kid's like – uh, I follow. He's got, he's got like videos that he always posts. He's like six or seven he's, years old. Yeah, I was like gonna say a very good athlete. <laughs> All right, I just I just had to bring that out and, and plug in uh, Ed Cooley's nephew. Put, plug in the locals. Put that in your so, notes for fifteen years from now. Yeah, Yo, actually, Susan called it. I called it. Let me ask you this, Tim. This is a hot topic on this podcast. Hot topic. Lost some friendships over this. <laughs> where where do you see Mac Jones? Like, what what do you think? Wh- what is Mac Jones? Do you like him? I nicknamed him Mediocre Mac, by the way. I take full credit for that nickname. I'm sure you're some, the first it, one. It, it tickles some feathers. I personally don't like him. I know, and I'm also bringing this up because there were some reports this week that Patriots might be interested in hearing trade offers for him. But where do you stand with Mac Jones as as today? I'm on your side. Yeah. Oh, okay. my God, Tim. You're killing me. <laughs> I'm going to hate you. <laughs> was Homer Phil, dude. And we're going to have some battles on the radio. But, but <laughs> continue. Explain, continue. Just, continue. Uh, explain okay. why and what you see. I just – he got set up to – like, last year was an impossible situation for him. That whole thing was a disaster with uh, Patricia and everything like that. But the way that he handled – I don't think you could take a lot away in terms of the offense because, again, he was set up to fail with the coaching staff around him. But the way he kind of handled adversity and the way that he would freak out at times, I just think like when I watch Brady and all that stuff, and I know he's competitive and he would freak out, but like he was always laser focused. It it seemed to me like Mac Jones lost focus at times. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just nervous about like, all right, huge spot here, two minutes down a field goal. We need a drive. Like, is he going to be locked in or is the moment too big for him? I just have questions about that. Uh, at this point. So look, bringing in Bill O'Brien, this year is going to be critical, but I just, it's hard to feel good about where you are right now with Mac Jones coming off of last year. And again, I know a lot of that has to do with the coaching, but it's hard to look past how bad that looked last year. I could have ran a better offensive scheme than Matt Patricia. And I didn't even play football growing up. (laughs) I was was like talking to to Joe and all those guys, like the guys that have played before. And I was like, if you are like a player, how early on, like in camp, do you think that like the offense was like, oh shit, like what, like what are we doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how yeah. how fast did you know that you were in trouble? And they, were they like, got Kendrick born in the doghouse, probably pretty fast. Like honestly, yeah. they probably mm-hmm. realized it pretty yeah. fast in training camp that like this is not going to work. Yeah, I got well, a all the. Oh, go on, go ahead. I was just going to say all the reporters early on off the Mac Jones said that it looked terrible. Yeah. from the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. but go ahead. So, never- so that game against Buffalo where we had to, like, win to get in, that didn't show you, like, Mac Jones being, like, who he was. He was more confident in the pocket and slanging the ball over the place. All right, so they de- they definitely looked better. Like, but part of me was, like, did they bring Bill O'Brien on staff these last, like, <laughs> Yeah, that. that was different. That was different. Uh, and then I'll tell you what, the the even – I know they got rolled in this game, and I know we wound up throwing a pick on that first drive, but the way that he came out against Buffalo in the playoff game his rookie year, too, uh, to me, I, I thought was, was, was pretty impressive. I just look at – the way that he would melt down at times during during the season, I just uh, I'm a little bit nervous. I also think you need to you need to give the kid an opportunity to succeed, not just with the coaching staff, but like you look around like Tua, you you gave him loaded weapons, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, Jamar Chase for Burrow, like all of these young quarterbacks got like weapons that they could rely on, and you have a bunch of really good like twos, threes, like you got to get him like a stud that he can rely on, and I think that would change things. Uh, a little bit right now, but so, no, it sounds like you. I, it sounds I, like you I, think I, he's salvageable at least. 
They salvageable. I also watched the postseason and like mm-hmm. those guys are doing stuff I've never seen Mac Jones do before. Like that's you can't do like, that. Well, got a bunch of average. I think Nasanagala who has butterfingers. For freaking, yeah. Like he stinks. He's got to go. He's Donald go. Smith is trash. Hunter Henry was barely even used this year. Like you got to get the man. I, I think you, you bring up a good point. Alabama with all those studs. Yeah, you I think he brings shit. up a good point. Like he could be salvageable and maybe be like a serviceable quarterback, but in those pressure situations, is he going to turn revert into that baby? Which so is what? Tough, so what do you do? Tough, tough. Are you do you explore the trade market to get Mac because you have Zappy there? What like what would you actually do, Tim, with Mac Jones? Like what what is the plan? Give him yeah, one like, more year or move on for him like before this? No, summer, I, give like this more, I give him one more year for sure, right? Like this is the year you got to decide because whether or not you know coming off of this year is when you're gonna you have to either like lock up long term and 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 make sure that he's the face of the franchise or you move on. Mm-hmm. To me, like I loved what seattle did back in the day with russell wilson which is like you paid remember like when matt flynn came into new england mm-hmm. oh and, my god that was insane and so seattle paid him as the franchise quarterback but then they also took russell wilson in the third round of that of that draft and then yeah Flynn never even plays mm-hmm. i really like that approach of like just take lottery tickets like just take a quarterback in the third or fourth round or the, or the eagles with jalen hurts yeah, and if you hit on your guy, all right, awesome. And if he sucks, move like, and if it's Ryan Mallett, then move on. But just keep taking lottery tickets until eventually, maybe you wind up hitting on the guy like a Jalen Hurts. That all of a sudden, you, you know, you have your guy of the future. Yeah, but don't you think that's kind of a waste too? Because you can also get some studs on the offensive line to help out. You're, nah, you're not def- you're not drafting receivers. I know that because they haven't drafted. <laughs> I don't know who. I think Bill needs to step out of the seat, like the the GM role, and just focus on coaching because. But his staff doesn't know how to pick a wide receiver for shit. We have we got AJ Brown go. DK Phil, tell him, tell him your plan. Tell him right, your plan. Phil has like Phil's got the okay. Patriots whole summer planned. Uh, All right, Bill O'Brien already off the top of the list. Check mark already. Check. Anyway, that was, Check. By the way, that was huge. That was yeah. huge. Like you can't understate that. They kind of had to do something early on to get the to get the, the smoke off them a little and, bit. and to get the fan base on track. Yeah. Imagine if you guys yeah. didn't get Bill O'Brien. They would be, oh my God, people oh. would be outside, yes. the, the, outside yes. of Gillette. It would get right worse now. and worse. It would have got bad. It would have got bad. But go All ahead. Right, so, so I, I said we offer our second round pick this year to, to Houston and grab D Hop. And I also said maybe. No, you're Arizona. not in Houston, Phil. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, not Houston. Sorry, Arizona. My bad. And you said, and you, you and said I also a said third throw, round pick. And a third round pick also with that. But then also Keenan Allen as well, because the Chargers. I already paid Mike Williams and Keenan Allen's again on the older side. We could bring another vet on and throw uh, maybe a second rounder over there too. So Phil wants to trade for two <laughs> stud wide receivers. Some of the Patriots have never shit. done. He, he wants them to do it twice. What else are we going to go do? You think other teams are give up T Higgins and shit? We can't get those guys. Um, look, I, I'm I'm with you. Like you need to like whether it's like what Miami did or even like the Raiders and go and get. I would feel much better about a trade. Then I've just seen it. Like they, they can't draft wide receiver. I don't know what to tell you. They can't yeah. draft wide receiver. Nikhil Harry was the only wide receiver that draft that couldn't play. Every yeah, yeah. every guy after him was a stud. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they'll our team too. That's pathetic. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think Terry McLaurin was like a perfect fit for Mac Jones in oh, New yeah. England. Obviously, those other guys, DK, Debo, all blah blah blah, are great. But um, yeah, I felt like Terry McLaurin was was going to be a great fit with Mac Jones. One thing too that you brought up, Tim, is about taking lottery tickets while also having a quarterback. The Patriots kind of did that last year because they took Zappy. They've done wow, a great wow. job of doing that. Even oh, when they had Brady, they did. Oh, that. Yeah, even Jimmy, Brady, dude, yeah. But they kind of did do that, having oh, Zappy yeah. there, and then he came in, looked electric. Like the kid wasn't 
awful, but I, I think don't that think... the offense caught up to him a lot of times in those games. But does he make you better team than Mac Jones? I don't think Mac so. Is... No, I'd have the fever at all. Everyone else had it because it's stupid. Phil, Phil's, Phil had the lo- antidote like a, to the Phil's fever. Phil's like a pit bull. Hey. He's loyal to you. <laughs> all right. I, I yelled at all the people inside my section in the first section in that Christmas Eve game. Oh, Zappy. I'm like, you guys are a bunch of idiots. All like, right, yeah, you can say that. Look, and I believe you, but tell, be honest. When he first came into that Bears game and he lit it on uh, like those first two drives, oh, you had to. I was, 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 was Dan Marino. Yeah, yeah. That that I was, was making memes about Mac Jones and everything. I was off. I was <laughs> where, done. Where I mean, you I'd him because we scored, but uh, he, he wasn't my guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. Were you Mark booing Mac Jones that first half for Chicago? Were you were you one of those guys booing? No, I never understood. I, I was so yeah, mad at the way that they because I thought that I thought they did Mac Jones really dirty in that game. Of course really they did. did. Yeah, Stay back like, from injury. Yeah, that, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. That that messes up with I don't care who you are, any athlete's mental state. 100%. That 100%. that ruins you. And credit to him for kind of coming back from that. But you know, the the Stevenson play, the Jacoby play, like those were just bogus plays, which yeah. eventually didn't get you guys in the playoffs. So so if Tim, if you were in the front office, right, what what are the next steps? Obviously, the OC was the big, big deal, right? I, I was a great get for New England. And at this point, we even talked about it. Belichick is not getting a young new OC in the system. He got a, a he, he got a veteran guy that he knows that he's worked with before, that's familiar with the offense, familiar with Mac. It's like a pitcher perfect fit, right? But what's what's next for New England? Do they trade for D Hop? Are they gonna pay Jacoby Myers the big money that he's expecting? Because He's a good player, and I think that kid's going to get a decent, decent salary this year. Like, what, what was your plan? It's crazy if you look at like the free agent market. He's probably the biggest name at receiver, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're if you're the Pats, you have to go out and trade for someone. So whether it's Hopkins, um, I know that Phil Perry over at NBC Sports Boston has been pushing the T Higgins thing, but it's got you, you have to give him a number. You have to give Mac Jones uh, an opportunity to succeed here. Get him a number one option. Like that's my. That's my biggest thing. Don't draft one in the first round. I know they're probably going to go offensive line, like something they unchecked. Should. They, should, should. they should. And they probably they... should. Um, but then, yeah, you got to go out and trade for a number one receiver. You have to. Yeah. I love T. Higgins. That would be – what a move. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's going to be tough to do. He's going to want the money. And the Patriots aren't the type to do it. And they're, that, see, they're definitely not. Here's the one thing, too. I was listening to Burt Breer was on. I want to say it was Rosillo's podcast a few days ago. He brought up a good point. Like you go into the offseason last year and, you know, I think everyone thought someone in that draft class of A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf was going to get moved because of the contracts that they were all going to wind up getting. And A.J. Brown did. But he also said nobody at that point thought that Tyreek Hill was going to get moved. Nobody thought really that Devontae Adams was going to get moved at that point. So just keep an eye out on some of these big name receivers because mm-hmm. one or two is going to shake loose here that we're not – isn't even on our radar yet, which I think is interesting. I think T Higgins could be that guy because he doesn't have that fifth year option. So they're going to have a decision on him soon. And they do have that with Burrow and Chase. Yeah. Yeah. So Debo Samuel could be a a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a perfect little gadget player for, for New England type of offense. But you look at last year, was it last year? Yeah. Tyree kill all of a sudden starts demanding this new price and his new salary, he, and then all of a sudden, boom, he gets shipped. Debo Samuel did it, but he actually got resigned. And you bring up a great point. Like, these wide receivers are are, are speaking up. And it's like, hey, I want my money now. And they're well, sitting out. And you never know who's it going to be next. It speaks to the market right now where it's, yeah, it's a there's nothing league. out there. You know, these guys are getting locked up because the teams know they're valuable. 
Yeah. But do you guys want to pay Jacoby? Because I'm not sure what salary number he's expecting, but the kid can definitely play. But I don't think he's a number one. And I can see like a I'll give like him a two year, $20 million contract. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's going to do that. But like a team a like solid, the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears have some cap space. They have Justin Fields, a young quarterback. You know, they're also going to be in the market for a wide receiver. Baltimore Ravens are desperate. It's not just New England right now. You know what I mean? That's where that's where I'm getting at. And I think Jacoby, if you had to ask him, he probably would want to stay, right? I think mm-hmm. so, personally. But where do you see Jacoby Myers? Uh, where do you see him landing? Uh, it's gonna be like 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 I said. I think he's the number one. If you go look at the free agent list, he's the num- he's the biggest name out there. So if someone overpays for him, I know that the Pats aren't gonna overextend themselves for, mm-hmm. for Jacoby Myers because, like you said, he's not a number one receiver. I know Mac loves him. So if they can get him on a team friendly deal, he'll be back. But if he gets goes and gets a, a monster contract, they're gonna let him walk out the door. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so because that's what the Patriots roll. Yeah, but I mean, we do sure. have uh, how much is our salary cap? Uh, our salaries uh, we have one of the biggest ones next season, right, Tim? Yeah, I think right now going in, I think it's the I want to say it's the fifth, maybe sixth biggest. But they also have a few moves here that they can easily make, just restructuring where it goes through the roof and gets them, I think, comfortably into like the top four. So they're going to have, they're going to have plenty of room, but you also have to go out. Like you guys said, offensive line is going to be an issue uh, here. You got to sure that thing up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You're going to have some decisions in terms of that. And then also, are you going to, are you going to resign Jonathan Jones? Uh, you know, I, he played Slot. well last year. Yeah. So we'll he, gets posted, he gets posted on the outside. Yeah. But also okay. another thing too, on my, on the, the summer plan, the, the last thing I also said for Bill, instead of like going for like these like little small schools, like you know, he grabbed like that. Um, who was that, that offensive line? I can't even think of his name right now. Cole Strange, Cole Strange. Yeah. yeah, instead of grabbing stuff like him, wouldn't you see like Bill like rather draft from like a, like a big program and like go like oh, he does know. it all the time. Kyle no, Duggar, Kyle Duggar was from where? Bill loves that dude. Bill absolutely. I feel like he loves taking a no name player and making him great and being like, ha ha, I'm better at you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, that's but what he's been doing line, I think it's career. time for him to step out of that. That Phil, you need go... to, you need to stop thinking that only great linemen come from Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, and Ohio Patriots, State. We already talked about this. Like, the Patriots did that and didn't work with Isaiah win. So it, it doesn't it's, always it's work, a crapshoot. Isaiah yeah. was from Florida, wasn't he? No, Georgia. Well, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up our NFL talk because I want to get into PC UConn. But last thing, Tim, I have for you before, unless you guys have anything else, where do you see Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers playing next year? All right. So it's interesting because like Derek Carr, I think makes a lot of sense for the Jets, but based on kind of everything that I've been reading and, and hearing, it's like if they're in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes here, they might miss the boat when it comes to Derek Carr. So I wouldn't be stunned if Carr actually winds up in New Orleans and then I think mm-hmm. the Jets are going to go all in for Aaron Rodgers. So hmm. I think Rodgers winds up in the AFC East, which is just going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. History yeah. repeats itself. Yeah. They, and- like, legit. It's crazy that both – he's actually following the path of Favre, a guy that, like, they just did not get along at all. And yeah. now all of a sudden his career is working out the same. It's exactly. like, I hate you, Dad, but then yeah, he but becomes yeah, his but dad. You think, yeah, but wouldn't you think Aaron Rodgers would want to go to Las Vegas and go play with Devontae? I know. I just think, like – I. Everything that I've ever heard about Woody Johnson is that, like, if, if there's a superstar guy like this out there and he thinks his team's close, I think they're going to, like, offer a godfather package. I really Yeah, do. and you have to. What do you tell your fan base if you're Woody Johnson and the Jets, right? This is probably the most complete team they have had in how many years? De- and since Mark Sanchez, probably. You have to go yeah. get Rodgers because that roster with Rodgers is insane. 
if, and they can add pieces in the draft. Like that kid, Brees Hall looks unbelievably good. They did draft, they did the draft pretty well. Good. They yeah. drafted very well. I think they had yeah. they had the offensive player of the year and the uh, the rookie play, uh, offensive player of the year on defense and offense with Wilson and Sauce Gardner. So yeah, I'm not gonna lie, you guys have a tough division. Like you talked about, one of the first things oh. in the AFC in general in the conference. Well, it's tough. they had 20 years to build up all those first round draft picks. <laughs> what the hell do you want? Phil, let me be, ask you. It sucks to be the best. Phil, let me ask you because I'm curious. What? Who do you, in order, who do you hate the most in your division? Okay, one. Dolphins, hundred percent. Dolphins fans, a bunch of toolboxes. Wow, really? uh, Wait, yeah, really? Sure. Dolphins they, won. They, they never won nothing. Still, back in the day, <laughs> I don't care. Dolphins yeah, fans because of the fans, okay? Because I have friends that are Dolphin fans that are annoying as fucking uh, shit. Yeah, okay? I think that's probably why. Because we have a couple uh, couple close yeah. buddies that love the Dolphins two, and they chirp. Number two, the Jets. I hate them too. I got a couple <laughs> friends too, Jets fans, a bunch of toolboxes, and then the Bills. <laughs> Bills, they go to Super Bowls, they lose, they don't win shit, and I hate the Bills mafia. <laughs> yeah. Throw ketchup on that guy and then putting the hot dog in there to go eat it. That's disgusting. And, and then <laughs> a bunch of bunch of rookies over there when they drink alcohol. The the Bills are by far the worst fan base that acts like they've done something and never done anything. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm a Bucks fan. We've been worse than they have, but we've been to two Super Bowls and we we've built two elite rosters that, you that guys championship won. level. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like some people don't see that ever in their lives. And that's why when I got Brady, I was so thankful and like I honestly couldn't believe it. Weekend, and he week used out. to text me every morning. Thank you for giving me uh, Tom Brady. And I said I had just, nothing to do with it. But you got a okay. certified pre-used vehicle. We bought it fresh off the showroom lot. <laughs> well, here's is a perfect last segment to go over. Who do you blame most, Tim, for Brady leaving New England and being in Tampa? What was the reason why? Because we have our beliefs. They, they, them two have their beliefs. Mine's what, what do you think happened, and what was the final straw that made him leave? I blame Bill. Yeah, that sucks. I just think that if you're Bill, like you gotta, you're the man in charge. You gotta figure it out. You gotta, you gotta figure out a way to make it work. And I know those guys, like it was a long time. They butted heads. I understand it. I understand there's frustration. I also understand like you can't. You see, kind of in Green Bay, what happens when you turn your franchise over to the quarterback? Like he can kind of hold it hostage. So I get that. But man, like. You're you're ultimately the face of the franchise if you're Bill Belichick. You're running everything. It's on you to try to make just make that work for as long as you possibly can. So yeah, that the that that's where I come down on it. I do. Jeff, I know you, you might not no, like that, I, Jeff. No, I think I mean they I think they both had a big hand in it. They just both couldn't get along. But Kraft at the end of the day should have paid him. Kraft just stuck his nose inside, like Jerry Jones does a lot. Like, do you think it was a either you pay me or or if if they if he did go over Bill and 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 pay Brady what he wanted, Bill would have been out. Yeah, I don't think that was an option, right? So like, I don't think Bill wanted to give him a long term deal, mm-hmm. and I don't think Kraft was in a position where he could go behind Bill's back and give him wishes. A deal, yeah, right. Well, wh- why now, do you think? Well, by the way, like I get it. Like, so if I have to pick between now, obviously in hindsight, like we realize what happens with Brady. Like, you go win a Super Bowl year one, you have that success. But I get where he was coming from. All right, we built the dynasty with these two guys. Realistically. At the time, you think Brady has like one or two years left coming off of a bad year. I want the guy that actually built this roster that I know can like take me into that next 10 to 15, set my set my whole franchise up again rather than a player that's only going to play for two more years. Like I get the decision with backing Bill with it, um, but 
shit, it sucks. Like year one, when Brady goes out oh, and wins yeah. the Super Bowl. Like that, yeah. that was worst case. We, that was worst we had case. a great roster. We had a great roster already in place. We were just kind of a quarterback away. Like, like could be Jets. Jets. Yeah, it could like be the like Jets. the Jets. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think Robert Kraft was so sick of the past three years. That's why he dropped that letter or statement right after the season. No, he yeah. made a statement like I started. I started last off season or mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I saw it, was, it was this. It was as soon as the season ended. He dropped a letter the next day to all season ticket holders saying well, shit's well, going to change. Robert. Tim, was it the beginning of the season? He said he was upset about not winning a playoff yes. game in three years. Yeah. So yeah. he's got to be it's even more like pissed now. Too. So like if you're Kraft sitting there going, wait a second, I'm backing you on the decision to move off of the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh yeah. And your, and your plan was Cam Newton year one. And then like, the, oh, like gosh, he now, didn't now, now Matt Patricia is in charge of the off. Like what are we doing here, man? Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. That was bad. Terrible, right. terrible management by Bill. I think you know what it was. He just didn't want to pay him. And he had other teams pay their freaking salary. And that's why they had coaching jobs with with us. Yeah. That's what it was. It was all his yeah. boys. He ain't paying them. You enjoy the head coach of money, you know, being all coordinators. Like you know what? Like yeah, I was on with Gasper a couple weeks ago too. He brought up a great point because he was talking about how, like, you know, when you look at like some great NBA players that have turned into coaches and it didn't work. And a big reason why is they're like, why don't you just do like what I used to do? And it's like, well, you were a yeah. superstar. You're you know, like you're Magic Johnson or you're Larry Bird, like they can't do what you did. You were awesome. Right. And I think from a coaching perspective, Bill looks at it like you said, all right, you guys are back here. Just coach the offense because I'm a good enough coach where I can coach anything. And it's like, mm-hmm. Bill, you you're a ridiculous. You're one of the, you're the greatest coach of all time. Not everyone can do what you do. Like Matt Patricia can't just go and coach offense just because you were yep. be able to do that. And I think that's where he got it wrong. It's just they, that that was so frustrating last year because it never should have happened. Never should yeah. have. Yep. Yeah. Right. Another quick thing, real quick. Last point. Um, <laughs> Everyone's trying to say that Andy Reid's like on Bill Belichick's level now. I still think that he's still a tad overrated because he's been to like five NFC games and like lost every single one. And they lost us in the Super Bowl. And all of a sudden now he has like the, one of the best quarterbacks league and he's winning. So now they're trying to say that he's like some – He's a great coach. Some bad honcho. Yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, but his time management is trash. And his Dude. defense not even that good. I don't know about that. That was a little salt. Any last that's a part points? of the podcast where you just let Phil vent. Yeah, let Phil vent. He's <laughs> he's, he's like a, a tea kettle. You know, you guys hit the pinnacle. Like, like you and the like looking back, you know, just from the outside in, the run that you guys went on was incredible for any sport, even like high school sports. The like, season the season started in the AFC championship game. That was like when yeah. I started to get nervous. You guys, like, right. Before that, like, it, it, it was old, insane. Like, yeah, it was yeah. insane. The 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 rosters you guys built. The Randy Moss comes and you got and somehow don't win one with Randy Moss, and that was the best team you ever had, which is mm-hmm. nice. But let's move on uh, from the NFL real briefly before we get into PC UConn, which is coming up on Wednesday. Um, initial thoughts on last night's NBA All Star game because that was not a game, whatever you want to call that. Obviously, Jason Tatum was trying really hard. I was very happy to see him and Jalen kind of have that moment and Tatum win the MVP. But what are your thoughts on on the NBA and All Star Weekend. Yeah, I like it's it's pretty much what you guys said. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember Mac McClung from his Georgetown. Oh, yeah, yeah. and Texas but, Tech. Yeah, I remember Texas his high school Tech. videos going viral. Yeah, his high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was pretty wild. It was the first time I, I I thought about him in a few years. And then mm-hmm. uh, with the Jason Tatum stuff, like you guys said, like look, it's tough. Like that game, like you you mentioned, there's not a lot to take away from it. But I just think, and it's hard to say because obviously he takes his team to the finals last year, but. I, he's arrived as like a legit top five player in the league. There's no oh, question. Yeah. Like you go and look at the history of the NBA All-Star. You can make fun of it all you want, but 
if you're winning the all-star MVP, like you go back, I think till 97 was like Glenn Rice and he's still a hall of famer, but like everyone since then is like, I'm not Glenn Rice. Right. Like you, you are a legit superstar if you're winning that thing. Sure. So um, I just think it, it kind of solidifies the fact that Tatum is one of those guys now, which, you know, go through that, throughout the history of the NBA outside of the 2004 Pistons, you got to have a top five guy or someone that's like right there. If you're going to yep. win a championship, you have to have that on your roster. And the Celtics do now, which I think is, uh, except I think they're going to win the championship. So uh, oh, this I, is the yeah. year. Where, where, did, where were you on the Jalen debate? Like, were you ready to move him ever? Was it for Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant? Like, I would have moved what, him for Durant this offseason. Oh, what God, Tim. Wow. You're going to oh, break man. Phil's heart. You, you yeah. are, you're going to break. He was like, his favorite something. Gonna, oh, my God. No, hey, hey, hey. Let, I let went me on, ask you this. Hey, I went on 98.5. I publicly apologized like two months into the season. Good I said, move. I, I, and I would you – yeah, so you wouldn't do it now, right? No, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't do and, it now. But this offseason, I was, I was ready to do it. Yeah. But, you know – I understand, and I was at that one point where the rumors were flying, where, like, listen, whatever Brad does, I think we were on board, like, uh, whatever he does, I'm going to accept it because as great as a coach he was, he might be even better in the front office. I truly believe yeah. that, and I have full trust in him at this point, where I trust Brad Stevens so much, whatever he's going to do is going to be in the benefit of us. So mm -hmm. um, I, I was, you know, but the Achilles injury that he just came off, kind of like – it just didn't feel right. Like, why are we moving to such a young piece for a guy like Kevin Durant? Like, does he even make us better this year? I just thought, like, look, no. still, when he's healthy, he's still a top five player. You know, he's going to drop 30 a night and super efficient. And you pair him with Tatum, like, in the, mm -hmm. like in, a, in a playoff series. I don't know how you would defend those two guys. Now, what you brought up in terms of, like, can he actually stay healthy for a full year? Well, he didn't this year, right? So. Yep. You know, you win that argument for sure. But, man, I just look at the potential of those two guys. And, like, your window's never as big as what you think it's going to be. So, I'm I, like, let's just push the chips in and let's go for the championship this year. That was my thinking. What I didn't realize is that Jalen was going to take another step. And, mm -hmm. again, like, he's uh, he's even better this year. And so now like, – He's been getting better every single year. After this rookie season, the offseason's working on a jump shot. And then it, it just gets better and better and better. Yeah, better. but he needs to work on – he had it, – it, Bad, bad ball handling issues in the playoffs last year. Yes, like Wait, that was a question. But now I have to ask you guys this question. Go back to that draft. Did you want the Celtics to take Chris Dunn? Yes. Sure, I, did. I was I was all aboard I mean, that. I, sure. If Chris Dunn came uh, to Boston, that jersey was getting bought that night. But <laughs> I, I always knew he had some shooting issues. Like I yes. knew it could have come up and he needed to be in the right kind of system. system you know what I mean? Yeah. In a way. And, yeah, that's kind of crazy. The Jalen one, I was like, okay, I didn't I, know much about yeah, him. I don't know nothing um, about Jalen either. Cal, yeah. I I actually like tend to like learn and grow to like love him, and now he for what he is now, he's like the perfect guy for the city. Yeah, and it seems like him and Tatum, just I, the 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 noise of him not getting along with Tatum always pissed me off. Like you could tell they're real close. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, don't I just like his, push that agenda. They too. have different attitudes. Like mm -hmm. I I I would. I would tend to lean more towards Jalen Brown's attitude than Tatum's attitude, which is like laissez faire. But um, no, the it was huge for Tatum to win the MVP on the on the day he dropped his shoes. I mean, that I don't think that was a coincidence. Oh, by the yeah. way, those shoes he went are fire. he went all out. Yeah, those dude, getting yeah. bought. They they had some crazy stats. Sean Grant even said he's the youngest player in NBA history to make a thousand threes. Yeah. He's leading the NBA in scoring uh, on the NBA's best team, number one uh, seed. And his 55 points is, was a new NBA uh, all-star game record. So 
the Crazy. kid is 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 doing what he's got to do to put his name and he was definitely trying the most right i feel like oh yeah not, that's what i mean like not like joe the joker and luca were like they didn't even want nothing to do with that. That he wanted to get the all-star mvp the regular season mvp and finals mvp i mean might as well yeah. I mean, yeah. No, he's checking off everything you need at, to be the like face of the NBA. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. getting close to that. And, and it puts league. It, it, league very, very soon. And, and it's great to see the Celtics brand win, win an all star MVP. The last one was in Larry Bird in 82, I believe they said it's last been a long, night. Long time. You know, yeah. it's, it's a big deal. Like, we need the all star game in our city and we need to start collecting these awards, right? Last mm-hmm. thing I have on the Celtics. So, I grew up with Joe Mazzula, actually. And I didn't know uh, Mahomes, uh, uh, the Denver coach. Did you guys hear that last night? He was also on, uh, things from Rodan on the Instagram today. That yeah, his dad so, coached you or I, whatever it was. He went to school at Hendrickson. Yeah, so no, both coaches last night were enrolled in Hendrickson at one point, which is kind of crazy thinking about it because we're in the small state. So I actually grew up with Missoula because I'm a soccer player. He played um, like AAU type soccer we had with us mm-hmm. for about three or four years until. He went on his basketball route, right? Which obviously totally made sense. But um, where do you stand with Missoula, and what are your thoughts on him? I mean, I love. I think he's the perfect personality for that for for that team. Like he's a dude. If you go back to like West Virginia, and then I I don't remember him playing at Henrikin and stuff. But the guys Mm -hmm. that I've talked to all said the same thing. Like the West Virginia stuff. Just a a dude that's not afraid of anybody and is going to get in your face. And that's kind of the attitude that I think you need. Say what you will about Ime Adoka, like that's what he brought last year to them too. It was a guy mm-hmm. that like, hey, you know what? We're like, we're going to punch you in the face and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, I like that from your head coach and Missoula kind of brings that as well. That's why I think, again, seamless transition. Like, he got dropped in a brutal spot. Like, you're going to take yeah. over a brutal. team finals. I was kind of like upset about the whole suspension. I was pissed. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Bro, you didn't know what was going on. Well, I didn't like, know what was going on. When they said they suspended, I was like, for what? What did you do wrong? Yeah. Like, Yo, and then they weren't going to delete but what what do you think about Missoula and like how he how he acts to the media like post game and stuff like that? Oh, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not like a Brad Stevens type press conference. That's yeah, for sure. no, but, yeah. He yeah. he's very kind of rude about it in a yeah. way. Yeah. I think he likes but, talking to Sean Grandy a lot and and Mike Wallach. He likes talking to them guys in the radio. But like Scalabrini, Matt Awkward on TV. I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed that or not, but like them two, they talk Matt Awkward. Abby Chin, he claps back at Abby Chin all the time. Like uh. Grandy's Grandy's so good at that stuff though. Like if you go back and listen to mm-hmm. stuff like him and Stevens and, and like him and Doc back in the day, and just like the way that he gets coaches to like, oh, that's a skill that Grandy has. It's, oh, it's, he's, he's one of the best. Yeah, he's one of the best at it. Shout oh, out to Sean Grandy too. You tweet at him like, hey Sean, I need to start real quick on this game, and he'll come back and re- respond. He's you know, you know, Joe. I was gonna I say Joe up around here, so he probably saw, took a lot of notes from Belichick. You know, he's, he's very yeah, Belichickian. He, he needs to loosen up. He needs to uh, <laughs> loosen up a little bit. But knowing Joey, he's so, like, serious and uptight. Like, I knew his dad, rest in peace to Miss Missoula, but his dad was insane. Like, he would put – when we were playing soccer games, he would put fear into the ref. You know what I mean? Like, you could hear his voice, and he was six foot four guy, you know. You almost tried fighting my dad. You almost tried fighting my dad. That's true. He almost banged out Phil's dad at a tournament once. But, yeah, my dad's um, – Beast. That would have been that a battle. That would have been a battle. Been a battle. That for sure would have been a battle. <laughs> well, all right. Let's get into the itty gritty because we, we want to take up too much of your time, right? Um, last segment here where you want to switch over to college basketball. So now the NFL is over. You know, this is my time where I just mainly focus on college basketball. I, I've been going to a ton of PC games. We actually went recently to the uh, PC Creighton game, which yep. was unbelievable. Double OT thrill. Double yeah. OT. 
And it just shows the grit that Ed Cooley kind of has in our city. And, like, I'm not going to lie, a few years back, I wanted, gone. I wanted him gone because the flex offense was driving me nuts. The did you really? Yes, he did. Right, you right, gave me goes, yeah. get this book out of here. I don't want this. <laughs> Listen, we went, we went a few years where URI was running circles around us. Yeah, those URI teams were legit though. Like, well, they had, cool. um, they had yeah. the kid, uh, the uh, Matthews, the lefty, they had EC, EC Matthews, Matthews yeah. Jeff Dalton, yeah. Fats Russell. Yeah. Fats Russell That's owned great owned, names, owned yeah. BC when he was at URI. Okay, yeah. he owned us. Um, those years were brutal. I, I, I and I definitely regret it now, but oh, seeing that. That flex, seeing that flex offense when you're down six or eight points drives me nuts, right? He, I'll, I'll give him – so, first of all, like two things. I, I, we had the coaches show when I was at NBC10, so he would come in and, like, legit just one of, the, like, the most genuine, nicest dudes you'll ever meet, first of mm -hmm. all. But then I gave him a ton of credit because he jumped on the transfer thing and figured this whole thing out oh, before everyone else did. And, like, great, great it's point. also a skill, like, to figure out guys that actually work for your so – like, you see other guys that just collect talent, but like Cooley not only gets like talented guys, but guys that fit what he's trying to do and that culture at PC. And man, like Devin Carter, like, I mean, Hopkins obviously is just a super talented player yep, in Hopkins, general. But even like last year, like he just figures, I give him a ton of, he figured that out so early on. And now like, I don't know, he's, you guys have it rolling. It's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Have you guys the, seen that practice facility, by the way, that they have there? Have you got you guys? Are I, I, I haven't. I haven't been inside. No, I, no, I, no. I've seen the. Uh, unbelievable, I've seen it. unbelievable. But that's unbelievable. how you attract these. That's how you yeah. get a kid like Hopkins. You think? Yeah. I'm assuming. You know, I've. I. I think what we've seen with the like the John Wall Kentucky days. You know, their locker room yes. that they have. If he's leaving Kentucky to come to Providence. Like you need those facilities, and yeah. I yeah. think URI is just building one too. Like if yeah. not this year or next year, and that's so, how you yeah. get these top talents to come yeah, in. But Hopkins wasn't getting a lot of playing time. That's why okay. I wanted well, to switch it. Cool. Yeah. And Cooley went in there to go talk to Matt. I was like, yeah, man, why don't you come become a starter over here and get, get some Yeah, he has that voice. He he can get to the parents and get to the kids. Yeah, but 100%. when he's doing the transfer portal, he's also recruiting. We got Pierre coming in. We got that kid Floyd, that yep. kid Castro. Those are all recruits yeah. that have played a role mm -hmm. uh, and look promising. You know, I think that Pierre kid's actually going to be a hell of a player. Well, and like you said, too, I mean, like you just like – you talk to him for five minutes and you're like, yeah, this guy's going to kill it in the living room. Like with any recruit, like oh, in yeah. his, his family. Yeah. It's, it's over. That's crazy. crazy. Hey, me, so where did your love for UConn come from? If you grew up in the Worcester area? Yeah. So my grandparents live in Connecticut. So like I, my oh, like okay. first words were like, go UConn and stuff. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. Diehard UConn fan, like Khaled Alameen, like those teams love them. Yeah. I see that as uh, your Twitter header. That's your Twitter header. I believe. Yeah, right? Yeah. The all time favorite player. In yeah. anything. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, we've been – we had some down-down years before Danny Hurley uh, came in, and he's turned that around. And we had an unbelievable start to the season. Man, point guard has been an issue, and defensively we've kind of fallen off here a little bit, but we'll we'll see what happens. Do I and feel you watching, And you're watching games with Jeremy in the studio. I, and Jeremy. Time, yeah. <laughs> the mush. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So where, where where's your head at? Like up fourteen at the half. I'm like, yeah, this thing's over. I look up. We're like, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> crazy. crazy. I remember so, that when you're like, oh, Jeremy, I'm really confident right now. We're up fourteen and a half. He goes, yeah, right. Yeah, watch it with me. Watch the mush. And also, yeah, <laughs> this is ridiculous, Jeremy. <laughs> crazy. So well, yeah, we'll see what happens Wednesday. But no, I think like PC Cra Creighton's interesting because like Creighton's a different team at home than they yep. are on the road for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marquette, I'm not overly scared of, to be honest with you. 
PC scares the shit out of me. All it's just a bitch to play Cooley teams. It really is. Yeah. And then um, I'm trying to think of who else. Is Xavier. Xavier is a good Xavier, tough team. Xavier. Sean Miller too. Like mm-hmm. great a, coach. Yeah, he is. He but is. if you think about it, in the when I looked at college basketball on Saturday, and I was looking at the scoreboard in the top 25, I think every single team in the top 25 that played at home won. And yeah. like the home court advantage is just insanely massive, really? right? Yeah. Uh, and that's why I think we, I, John Fanta tweeted that the PC has won 36 of their last 37 home games, which is insane for any wow. level of basketball, right? You come to the dunk. I don't care. It's called the ant. We call it the dunk. It's a dunk. Yeah. It's you, a dunk. It, you, you come and die here, especially if you're ranked. Like, Oh, no, you don't want to play there. No, absolutely not. I'll tell you what. Like, you even go back to like when UConn, like the early 2000s had a rolling. They could never fucking win there. And mm-hmm. now it's at like a whole other level. But yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it's like the John Linehan teams and stuff like that used to drive yeah. me crazy. I was like, how are we not beating this team? But yeah, crazy. Crazy. So where, where's your head at going into this game on Wednesday? Like with the state, I know UConn's kind of been up and down. Um, yeah. They started the like, year out. They beat Alabama by like 15. Yeah, they beat nice. Iowa State by like 15. Like they, they won that Nike tournament out West. And that's when I was like, this team could win the national championship. And then I think that I said that on the air, and then they lost like six or seven. I was like, it's because you guys got well, since you guys became the number one team in the country, that actual seating it like literally went all downhill. Right? Yeah. Is it one of them? They got ranked number four. No, they were one. They yeah, were we got one point. So then, uh, yeah, point guard's been a, been an issue. And then, like you said too, man, playing on the road in the Big East is is a problem. So that that Providence game is really the last one before the Big East tournament because otherwise we have DePaul at home and then yep. uh, St. John's on the road, which both of those should be wins. So we'll see. But that's it. That's it. That's it. That's a huge spot. That would be a nice win to make me. They have been playing better over the last few weeks. I will say that. But we'll see. See what happens. Are, are you sold on Dan Hurley? Because I hate yeah. that guy. By the way, yeah, like, I am. You he's are one of those guys. If he's not your coach, then yeah, you 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 hate him. I, get I him. hate yeah. that guy. Yeah. He his theatrics at, on the sideline just yeah. drive me nuts, man. Honestly, I know Cooley does it. Cooley rips off the jacket. Remember when he he, he ripped, he his, ripped pants his pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ripped his. Oh pants. my god, that was so funny. But like with, with Hurley, it's just like oh, I don't know because he came from URI. And now Probably. he's on UConn. It, yeah. Oh, that's one hundred percent. And it's what like, it, what it is. oh, dude, go away! Like, just go Here's away. Here's my right? thing: like uh, the program, like the last two years with Ollie, it was very similar to like the Keno Davis years at PC, where your program is just dead, yeah. and you're like, well, I don't even know like what we're like. It, it, there's no direction to it. Mm-hmm. He like recruited this like Instagram dunker that was like 24, and it's like, oh what God. are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. it was just. Did, didn't yeah. you guys have a lawsuit with Kevin Ollie? Like when you fired yeah, him, you still owed yeah, him money. To get out of yeah, they tried to get out of paying the rest of his because after they won the championship in 2014 with all of Calhoun's guys, they gave him a monster extension. They tried to get out of that by like firing him for cause, but it didn't 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 work. So that's a, sounds I'm, like I'm, a, I'm happy to be like in the mix again. <laughs> Thing, you know, sounds like, like a, a typical Yukon yeah. snake move. You guys, something you well, guys hey, do. well, <laughs> pay, pay your employees, guys. Well, <laughs> it's like they should have had a you suck clause. Like, yeah. if you suck, we can fire yeah. you for suck. But so, no, in all seriousness, so not only did they suck, but they were playing the AAC. So, like, you're playing like East Carolina, it wasn't, yeah, you it PC, wasn't the big east. Yeah. You were playing like East Carolina, like uh, Tulsa. There's yeah, no buzz was, around any of those games, it was terrible. But I heard the program. Be honest, yeah. not being the Big East. Yeah. Where do you think UConn would be today if you guys were in the a- ACC still? In the AAC? Uh, I, you know, AAC. Yeah, I don't know how you have buzz. They'd be better than what they were because they'd have like a li- – but there's no buzz around that. There, yeah. Nobody cares about like a matchup, even if like mm-hmm. East Carolina is good. Like why I don't care about – like mm-hmm. PC means something. Like playing against PC actually means something. Playing against yeah. 
I know Georgetown's down, but like once they get Patrick Ewing out of there and, and start oh, yeah, it's, like playing against Villanova, like those Villanova, games actually yeah. like have juice, you know? You so, know, it's kind of crazy right now. I'm checking uh, the rankings right now and UConn's still ahead of, of Providence. They're ranked 18th and we're that ranked means, 20th. Yeah. Yeah. That's not crazy, but those that. those numbers can flip, you know flip flop. Yeah. But it's like I'm glad that UConn is back in because it's like it makes the original Big East. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah. rivalry. Because obviously, with Ed Cooley's comments back in the day, he said PCURI is not a rivalry. Like, come on, Ed, that's a rivalry. Yeah. I get it. It's not in your conference. UConn is a legit hated rivalry. So like we missed mm -hmm. that for a little bit. It's it's kind of nice to have you guys back. And I think uh, the Big East overall did you guys a favor because. Who oh knows where you where UConn basketball would be without being in the Big East? Save yeah. the whole program, you know. Yeah, yeah, no question, no question. So, and I saw a tweet. Shout out to Dave, uh, Big Dave, one of our good friends who listens. He retweeted some guy who, who who was a UConn fan. This guy made a ridiculous comment saying UConn and Villanova carry the Big East on their backs, and I was just like, really? No respect for Providence. You know? I was like, State, okay, no I get. We don't have the Natties like UConn does. I get it. Mm -hmm. Like I would die. For, like I would do a lot for one. Right? How many do you guys have, anyways? Like three, four, four. Wow, wow. That's fucking assholes. Got four. <laughs> yeah, ninety nine. Twenty eleven and twenty fourteen. Yeah, Calhoun was the best. I loved Calhoun. Uh, Dude, those teams. Jake Fosco. Oh my god. Yeah. Remember that? Elton. My, Brand. my biggest thing is like I think Shashev. No, no. The Elton Brand was all sports, and so yeah. I don't think that Calhoun gets enough credit while Shashev. Everyone sucks off Shashevsky. I think he's a fraud. Yeah, so, yeah. so us letting Great you guys take. back in kind of yeah. saved your saved your program. That's I like true. that take. Who, who, who yeah. was your uh, who was your favorite UConn player growing up? No, Kyle Alamine. Like he just said, like overweight point guard that had like swag. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely. Anyone? Yeah, Mine was yeah. probably Rip, Rip Hamilton. I think he was just. I like that's when I kind of like really understood basketball. Like yeah. I knew players' names. Like I'm not gonna lie, I did. Like watch a ton of UConn basketball growing up. That was just yeah. they're always on TV, ESPN, you know. Yeah. And then the Kemba Walker days. Come on, that yeah, step yeah. back against uh, in the Madison oh. Square Garden. It was just like I'll never forget the Bucks. In the, I was in, in the, the gym watching that when it happened. They're like that crazy. was just yeah. randomly. Because those, yeah, those yeah, they are kind of local. Those pit teams were awesome. So yeah, that yeah. was a that was a huge yeah. Moment. The original Big East, but. All right. Well, that's all I really had. I don't know if you guys had any last things for Tim, but obviously we took a lot. Oh, of I had something quick. Right. You you can't like the nickname McBone, right? <laughs> so I know Maz gave it to me when I first started. Now I'm yeah. just, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I wasn't thrilled with it originally for sure. Yeah. But now, like, I'll be honest with you. I, it just, it, it is what it is now. It, it seems like such an old school radio thing to do for like for the new yeah. guy just to get a nickname off the bat yeah, and it just sticks know. for the rest of your yeah. career. I don't even blink anymore when I hear it, which probably isn't a <laughs> yeah. good thing either. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I knew that would bother me. So, <laughs> well, Tim, thanks for coming on. We honestly really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, thanks, we, Tim. We do end every show with the corn of the week. We want we're gonna need you to uh, yes. brainstorm real quick. So basically, like if somebody does something stupid, I don't know who did we vote last week. No, he I knows. Did. Come on, you know what? I did, I did Devin Brooks one time yeah. when he when he rolled over and punched Devin um Donovan Mitchell in his ball bag. Like that's a corner of the week oh. move. And then like, oh, exactly. like who, who bothered you this week or this past weekend last week that you thought was very corny and you need to shout him out for it? I'm saying, man, look at all that corn. 
Oh man, you put me on the spot with this. This is tough. Well, you yeah. last two. Yeah. Yeah. We should have given him some, some time. I, I, man, can I can I just go with John Henry right now with the Red Sox? I don't oh my god! You oh, that's a great one. Actually, I like that one. He, he just said yes. that they're not selling Liverpool. They just yeah. made a comment about that. But yeah. he's not talking to the reporters, right? Yeah, yeah, not talking to the reporters, and then yeah, that's such just, a coward move. Yeah, and I yeah. love how Carabas uh, called him out. <laughs> Yeah, on Thank that you, question, <laughs> uh, whatever they were doing, I don't even know what they were doing about, but Jared was asking the tough questions that the people on Twitter are asking, like, why are you yeah. not like this roster we're throwing out here? This is insane. Trash. Ridiculous it's trash. That. I just saw something. These are starting pitching just got bell bellow, whatever, just got like sat yeah. for a little uh, like a wrist or an elbow or something like, like that. On, bro. Like, yeah. I'm not excited about baseball. Yeah, you you let not. go of Mookie Betts. You let Xander go. Like, you get rid of all these players that, that came up through our farm system to go to these other things. You pay these freaking players, you dumbass. Honestly, yeah. that's that's another topic. We got the Celtics. Oh. We got the Bruins sitting pretty in first. Yes, yeah. another great it, it win is, today. Being a Boston fan is, is hard in a way. But, like, <laughs> the Celtics, it really isn't, though. Because without the Patriots, right? I'm not a Patriots fan. Let's think about it. The Red Sox have one here and there, right? The Celtics the town. out of the Celtics, the Celtics, Red Sox, and the Bruins. I'm not even gonna bring up the revolution because they never won one. Out of those three, I feel like the Celtics need it the like the most. Like that title has to come first. I would go Celtics or Bruins. I mean, yeah, the Bruins yeah. really need it right now because if they don't get it this year, like Jeff, we haven't won since, since Paul Pierce, bro. I know, but but the few years after this year, the Celtics should still be okay. The Bruins after this year. Who knows yeah. what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, it's the last dance with like Bergeron and all them. So yeah, and they still haven't signed Pasternak to a long term deal. I don't know until they're they're waiting. No, I, I thought but... that was finished, but I'm sorry. They just the yeah, price. I, I, I need that up. Celtics. I need that Celtics Celtics title because how many times are we gonna go to the East Finals and lose, and then we get to the finals and lose? Like I'm sick of that. The Jays got to get over the hurdle and go get Missoula's first title. Actually, I got a question. So Tim, what would you give up for like a national championship for like UConn? Like, what would you give up? What do you mean? He's already got four, dude. Well, I mean, I for another one. All right. I mean, what else do you have to ask, Josh? He's a Patriots fan, Celtics fan. He's just like us. So I'm doing UConn because he wants to buy another national title. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's still, yeah, that's always going to be number one for me. No question. So, so yeah. What would, you, what, would you, what would you sacrifice with your professional So UConn sport? is your favorite yeah. favorite team. Yeah. It was it was, a, it was a time between, like, the Brady Pats, for sure. Yeah. Like, the Super Bowls with, like, Brady and Belichick just meant more because you're just adding that dynasty, if that makes sense. So, like, it would be mm -hmm. awesome if they won again, but it's, I don't think it's ever going to mean as much as it did during that run. So, yeah, for me, it's yep. UConn. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. I hope you guys lose Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I hate UConn. I'm not going to lie. The, the Twitter fans I interact with, I can't stand you guys. And then at the end of the day, it comes to the, the natty titles, and we can't really say much. It's, like, yeah. insane how many times you guys have done it. And until we do it, we can't really sit at that table. But – Thank you so much for coming on, Tim. Honestly, we really appreciate, appreciate it. I don't it, know Tim. If you guys had any, any last things, but we really appreciate you coming on. I mean, and I got a couple more notes over here to ask some, some funny stuff, but I mean, if you want to answer, come on, this kid. How many questions you're going to ask, Phil? Know, Let him go. He's good. You want a rapid fire, Phil? Go ahead. Not rapid. All right. That hot dog eating contest video we talked about before. Yeah. How many did you eat in that, that one minute? All right. No, that's it. All right. So now let me tell you a story about that because that's yeah. not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I no idea. I didn't, I, I'm no. I'll show you the clip after, Josh. Yeah, we were at I was at Channel 10, and, and that was like peak pandemic. And they were like, "Are you trying to do some different stuff?" So I did a hot dog eating contest when they did like the Joey Chestnut one, mm -hmm. and so I did. I think I only got one or two, 
But what you don't know about that is that was like peak social like distancing. So yeah. no one's allowed in the studio. That was live <laughs> on the air. And like if I had choked, no one's there to like I would have like <laughs> on the air. So I was yeah. like, I gotta be like careful here. I can't like, you're gonna have to hide like yourself like, on the chair. Yeah, I can't just pass out a chair. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was tough. Yeah, that and then that, that one other video too that you posted on your it's on your yeah, Twitter page that you uh, pinned. You playing one on one with the four year old yeah, saying that yeah, you yeah, could have yeah, gone uh, pro. And then yeah. you swatted the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, sometimes you just gotta put the kids in their place. Actually, yeah. I didn't see that. I was on your page today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that. I so, played um, for keeps. <laughs> yeah, he played for keeps. And then he also did a hammer throw at the Lincoln High School with some yeah. other kids too. I saw that video. That thing went like ten feet. Oh my god! Is that, that, is that hard too? That kid. Uh, I think he's at Ole Miss right now. Like play, like doing like the javelin at like the SEC. Yeah. Or something. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I, was that was all right. so I was like, oh shit! Look, Lincoln High School. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. a lot. And are you a Kirk Minahan fan too? Yeah, I dabble with Kirk. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, we, I'm like here. majority of our listeners are all Kirk Minahan, like, like yeah. huge disciples. Fans. They, they like, like I understand Kirk. They're the one like, percent of Kirk <laughs> Minahan fans. Well, like he's a classic Boston radio legend, right? Like his voice was like 100%. what I kind of grew up on. Like even uh, what was it? Well, how like uh, WEI, I believe, got rid of Lou Maloney, right? Like, I yeah. love Lou on the radio. I don't know why yeah. they got rid of him, but, like, I get it. They make cuts. Was there any specific reason why they didn't extend Lou? I have no idea. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's across the street. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. See. All right, boys. We like, you got any, we we like any the rivalry the- between the, the radio stations. That's good. <laughs> All right. So, you guys got any coins of the week? Tim already dropped one. Josh, we're going to – No. We'll, we'll save it for later. We're going to do it at the end. We'll All do right. it on the end. But thanks for but coming no, on, Phil. Good one. Uh, good one, Tim. I like that one. Nice. I didn't have it. John, well, thanks for you guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, yeah, Tim. It was appreciate great. Appreciate it. All right, All right Tim. You. Take it easy. Tip. All right. All right. Well, that so was our that, guest. That actually, you... went a lot better. I didn't know uh, too much about him, but he's a great guy. And obviously, no, it was good. Totally. Uh, I like to listen to him at nighttime when I'm doing pizzas. And he, the, some of the stuff he's been talking, like, what the Celtics, like, I need to get this guy on. So Yeah, he knows his shit for real. Yeah, it was Just really he, good. You know, he's a UConn fan, but it is what it is. So, um, I don't know if any last things you guys want to talk about. Obviously, Benfica, huge fucking massive win today. Big win. They didn't what look the like they were going to pull it through. That? Yeah, they didn't look like they were going to pull through until until the very end. I was at my dad's and he was he was out the door. He was had one foot out the door. One <laughs> oh my time. god! I forgot to ask you. Was he gone after the Joe Mario PK? Uh, yeah, he walked outside for a little bit, came back in, and oh, then boy, and then um, and then. When I'm it was bad. like around, when it was close to eighty minutes and they still hadn't made more changes, he was he had one foot out the door, dude. And then was, when they yeah. put in Geds, he was like, "Okay, I'll come back in." Yeah. When Joel Mari missed the PK, I, I was done. I was done. You asked my guy, I was done. I was like, "Oh, this is over." Yeah. Like, we're gonna fucking blow it. You know? Yeah, but I said we're gonna drop these two points. <laughs> I can't believe it. But well, I mean, there's only one. It, it was only one one at the 50th oh. minute and the 58th yeah, minute. Well, but... We missed the PK to go up two yeah. one. The way the game was going was so weird. Like it was such a weird game. I thought they really came out. They came out pretty good, and they then did. and then you know Bovista had a good defensive you know line and and, and structure, and it kind of you know Benfica just couldn't get those like crisp passes after the like the first ten minutes, and then it got sloppy. Um, I was, I know you were bitching about the lineup and you wanted some changes. I agree. I mean, you know, it's you crazy. might as well, you have, you have some depth now. You like, have why don't you, Nettis, you have yeah. kids. Like if this is my point, like, you know, 
I was a former player in a way, you know, I'm not bragging or whatever, but like, let's just say I'm a former not player. Not at that right? level, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, you're yet and you're, you feel like you're really good and you came to Benfica and now you can't even start a couple games, bro. Like, yeah. you need to feed these egos. These guys well, he have played egos. a lot. He played a lot when he first came and it was because there were injuries. And yes. now everyone's well, healthy. Like, Jeff, you should we, still get some rotation. I agree with Jeff, you. Jeff, Chiquinho should not be playing when you have Geds and Neds to – when you're a minus 700 favorite, you don't need fucking Florentino, yeah. Chiquinho, or Arsenis, and, and Joel Mata. You don't need all four, bro. Yeah, I you think, I think they, he, wants, he wants Chiquinho to have a lot of confidence because he likes him in that position. But, yeah, he, he's got to sit a little bit more. Yeah, today he, he plays was, a trinkle, today, right? He plays a trinkle, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, today, today he, was not, he was not good. It wasn't needed. That's why I said if this guy don't make a sub at halftime, he's officially on Pep Guardiola radar of being a fucking <laughs> stubborn asshole. And yeah. I love Roger, and I don't mean to call him an asshole, but buddy, how was there no changes to that attack today? That was yeah, that was kind of you weird, have honestly. options. Like when you don't have options, I yes, get you gotta it. Got to ride like, with who you have, but like David Neds, Draxler, Gieds, you got the two Nor the Norway kids or whatever. Like, yeah. come on. I man. saw Let's them warming up. up. I thought they were coming in before Gedge. I was losing my mind. I was like, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Dude, trust me. But he did the right thing. Benfica pulled out, and it's crazy because the Benfica teams of last year and the year before that, they tie or maybe even lose that game. This year, right. this team is so different. The mentality is like, we're the champions. We're the best team. And they grinded it out, and they went. That Gonzalo Ramos goal was so nice. Oh, Dropped yeah. that fake that fake shot in the box. It was, is such it was a, very calm such a and beautiful and, weapon to have. Yeah. But, yeah, and going back to the Brew game, uh, the champions. Brew, yeah. I mean that lineup for them. I feel like you know you could take advantage, you know, a little bit more in this game. You needed something to pierce that defense. You know what I mean? Fact. It's a much harder structured defensive team. I'll tell you what, though, those goals that we got for later on in that game also helped out too because we're going to Gaza after. So, yep. Well, listen, going up to nothing and getting that second goal with David Nez was massive. I'm not – Club Bruges is not the greatest team, but it, nothing's officially over yet, right? Nothing's no. officially over yet. You got to come home, take care of business. Even a tie gets you through, and we go from there. But we got – you know, I'm going to save him for my corner of the week. But what's going on <laughs> at Chelsea is yes. fucking – Unbelievable, insane. They scored one goal this month in February, and it was no other than our boy Juan Felix. Right. Which With is assist by Enzo. By assist by Enzo. When that happened, I said, oh, my God, what the fuck? Yeah, well, I don't know. Do you think Graham Potter is going to be, like, fired before the end of the season? I don't Because I, I, I saw someone tweet out happen. a video of them coming out, and they don't look like they're fired up to play. Yeah. But you know what it is, too, Jeff and Phil? They have a bunch of random players, and now they're just throwing them all in. And yeah. like, hey, like there was no preseason with these guys. There's, like, there's no chemistry. Like when chemistry. you go to preseason, there's a reason travel. why they won Champions League is because they did have like a more a, 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 actual a team group. that played together. Yeah, yeah, dude. These Madrid just came from the fucking war. They got Enzo <laughs> that just came from the Feda. Oh, they yeah. got John, <laughs> Felix, John Felix that came from the basement, and now all these guys are seeing the light, bro. What are you? And who in whose right mind do you think that's gonna fucking work overnight, buddy? It don't work like that. These are he thinks it's FIFA. The only thing is you're playing. No. You're playing in England, which like Southampton this week, right? Southampton isn't great, but one thing that they have that Chelsea don't is this group of players have been playing together for multiple years, right? Mm -hmm. That matters when, when when a bum player on Southampton is trying to clear the ball, but instead he plays it up the line because he knows his guy's gonna be there. Just little things like that. 
defending the crosses. Like, they know this guy will be here. Like, they have that trust factor. Chelsea yep. has none of that. They're all a bunch of random fucking overpaid fucking bums that are all thrown in the mix. And now, hey, go figure it out. Like, no. Yeah. You, it's you funny, need too. Proper... At the end of the season, John Felix is going back to Atletico, too. It's just like. Yeah, well, they're going. It was, yeah, it was yeah, a quick yeah. fix. I, they, I actually think he's going to stay at Chelsea. I think yeah, I think he fun. might too. I think he might too. Uh, so, yeah, they lose to Dortmund. And I was right about Bayern. I know I wasn't right about <laughs> Messi playing, but mm-hmm. Bayern, Bayern took, care, took care of business. Yeah, Mbappe obviously didn't start. But, you know, it was great that game. Nuno Mendes, the Portuguese boy, he was mm-hmm. phenomenal that game. About time too because he's been kind of, eh, you know what I mean, missing games and then playing. But the potential is obviously there. And I feel like if they get him going with Mbappe – Shit could change. I saw he came out early in their game on Sunday. Who? Uh, men's. Okay. I know they were making some changes, and and Neymar got hurt, so he's out. And the, the next game is in Bayern. So do you, do you think PSG is going to even do it? Because you're they, telling me right now he's not playing. Messi's not playing. I mean, uh, Mbappe's not playing. No, Neymar's not playing. Neymar's not playing. I think they can. They can, I don't know. I could see PSG going in there and putting up three and winning. That fine. It's that fine. Yeah. Mbappe plays like you played in the World Cup final. A big mm. game like that, knockout. I mean, there's a good chance. But Well, we'll see what happens. So, just to touch up on Portugal as well, so people know, Braga lost like fucking 4 nothing, 5 nothing to Fiorentina in the Conference League and Sporting tied at home to a team that we demolished like 6-1 in aggregate or 7-1 in aggregate. So, we'll see what's going to happen this week. Uh, there are also some big games with Chelsea and Dortmund, but uh, in the biggest game I feel like is this week is Real Madrid going to Liverpool. Yeah, and both kind of in different spots. Like Liverpool's coming, climbing back up. They're getting healthier. And, yeah, and they're getting healthier and they're looking better. And Real's kind of still been in this murky, like you know, kind of yeah, just treading water in a rut. Yeah, yeah. Injuries are killing this team. And oh, but Real, man. I have a feeling Real's going to Real. It's in it's in Liverpool the first game, which I like. I know. Like yeah. I like I you gotta just keep it respectable, but there's no Tony Kroos that game. Uh no Chunemi, Ch- the uh, the center mid, the defensive one is out. It's gonna be a tough ask because Liverpool is playing good. I know Gapko has been playing way better. Salah Darwin just caught a fucking banger this banger. weekend. Yeah, and the haters got nothing to say. Like, where are you fucking assholes? Huh? Like <laughs> Richelson hasn't even scored a league goal yet this year. Nobody says a word because he scored a sick bicycle kick of the World Cup, right? Darwin just getting absolutely flamed, and he's like the fifth best it's scorer in the it's league because they they paid mad money for him and he it's hasn't been producing. That's just insane. Like I, I, I I've think never he's, seen yeah, a player get picked on. Hey, you know what? Hey, if he wants to go back to Benfica, dude, I'll take him. Open arms. I'll give him a nice big hug. I'll go pick him up at the airport. Uh, he's, he, he, once you, uh, he's getting these Liverpool checks, he's never coming back. Bro. Yeah, he ain't coming. Oh, yeah, that's true. He'll go to Turkey before he comes to us because Turkey is <laughs> able to fucking play. But pray for Turkey. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that up. But Turkey can pay. All those countries can pay, and all that bullshit. All right, let's wrap it up with corner of the week because soccer talks probably getting boring for everyone else. That's all right. Yeah. By the way, I just had the greatest betting week of my fucking life. It was unbelievable running. The Dallas Stars, you fucking losers. I can't believe them. Um, I can't fucking believe them. Honestly, I couldn't believe All them. right. I'm, I think I should start. I never get to yeah, start. Yeah, start off. Oh, yeah, don't worry, I got I to I gotta double check right. on my Cornelius. First one, and I don't know if this is like – I have a few, so I'm going to – I don't know which one's you the best one. You say one at a time. I think Tiger for apologizing for his tampon move oh, was so corny. Dude. Yeah. You have to, Jeff, though. I know, it, no, but he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have to sit, yeah, sit there. Yeah, society. You know he's yeah, going he, he to get canceled. He should just He's been canceled. 
He's he's been canceled multiple times for fucking cheating on his wife. Dude, taking died. drugs and getting an act car accident. You think that was not Tiger canceled. Woods is that people just talking shit and then forgetting you can't about get, it. He can't get canceled because he's Tiger. He'll always have his fan base. No, the wife thing was 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 a I thought something that he could get canceled for. Also, y'all actually to, to back that to piggyback off your shit too. My corner of the week as well off that. Hold on a second, let me get my shit ready. Man, you corny. Sarah Spain posting the same exact thing. <laughs> She was like, oh, Tiger, blah, blah, blah. Why do you need to give Justin Thomas a, a tampon? Blah, 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 blah. Because like, it's funny. Say? It did. Because it's funny. It, and, you know, my clap back to her was she even responded back to my, my comment because she was responding to everyone's comment. She responded to mine. I'm like, so does that mean that we have to cancel Sandlot? When Ham, when Ham Porter goes, you play ball like a girl? We're going to cancel one of the greatest movies of all time? <laughs> what, what do you think this is? Or even when you pat with your boys. Oh, man, I hit it. Oh, is my, is my wife playing? Is my girlfriend playing because we short it? It's just a roast. We're not talking shit about females. We're not, you know, she was like, oh, well, are you like superior? Are you afraid of females? No, my God. Well, Sarah Spade, yes, you're in my corner. We are week. superior at golf. We, you guys have different Man, teams. Facts. These are facts. And when you, when you make a joke, you don't have to, it's abs, it's, it's a joke. Like, just, I don't know. The whole thing. I thought it was funny. Off. I laughed. The whole thing we, pissed me off. Yeah, I laughed. That was, no, I laughed. Because it was great. It was a great moment. I laughed a lot. And then I love women. Like, I love women. I love sport. Like, I love women like that, too. But like, like, no need I, I'm to not, do that shit. I'm not saying women, you know, can't do anything a man can't do, it, except for hit a ball yep. further than us. I just don't believe it. I mean, there's certain ones, obviously, but for the most part, mine. women are going to hit it shorter. So by giving him a tampon means he's a woman, and that's funny. It's just yeah. comedy. It's just it, comedy. It, boys just the bros. It's, it's nothing like sexist at all. Like, it's like bros being bros. And by the way, the full swing Netflix doc on the golf doc on Netflix is insanely You've good. You've been watching? I've yeah, I watched it, a little it, bit of the first one. Then I shut it off because I was starting to get sleepy. But Josh, yeah, you got a right. corn? Yeah. So I'm going to shout out VD's corn, by the way, for him. The new coach for the fucking Cardinals. Man, yes. Jonathan Gannon. His face. What a fucking corn. This guy was dapping up all these players and sizing them up. The you know you're a corn when you dap up and you give the that you you, tap you just the start slapping his yeah. chest. And yeah, like slapping his biceps and triceps like buddy, too much hand movement. Settle down. <laughs> Focus on the talking and trying to be real. You're just being way too corny. Like, why are you tapping? It's just not it's chest. just it wasn't natural at all. It was like they programmed a a, a a robot to be a head coach and hey. just be like, hey, go go interact with your players. And he's like, Hey man, you're big. I can't wait for this. Yeah. He's like, Ooh, he's like, Oh, you old lineman. Yeah, he didn't know a couple of their names and stuff. <laughs> it was like so funny. But right. I heard that he turned why down why film it. Well, you know, it's for the content. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Like, the, the boss dude, dude J- J- Jersey Jerry records all day himself doing super shit. Um, <laughs> I love Jersey Jerry. Though. He's kind of funny. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, you, I heard that he turned down more money to stay in Philly to be their DC than uh, he got to be Arizona's head coach. Wow. Head coach, Josh. Because he wanted to be a head coach so bad. Yeah. Could, so I, I mean, kind of respect that. It's It's – he has the ability to make more money as a head coach if he does mm-hmm. good. So yeah. Oh, I got another corner of the week. Um, well, I, I haven't done mine officially yet. My corner oh, is going to be Enzo. Enzo, oh. no, uh, we did it. VD. No, in, that was for VD. Shout out VD. VD. I love VD so much. Um, uh, my corn, Enzo Fernandez. You, yes, I called <laughs> oh, you that. Boy, you, you haven't you haven't won in three or four games in a row. You left for for a worse club than Benfica, and now you are getting exactly what you deserve. 
I hope you never win a game, never win a game for the rest of your career. Just for the way you, you know, this is what my point with Enzo. If he did what he did to us, like last year to that Benfica team, I completely get it because we were not right. good. We yes. were in third place. Oh, this we is a good take. Of, I like this. Yeah, like you have you. We had Champions League play. I guess you know, like no, they beat, they played well in the Champions League, just not anywhere else. And we beat Ajax. Okay, big. You know that was actually a big deal because if you look at that Ajax team. Anthony just got sold for mad money. Lissandro Martinez just got sold for mad money. Uh, I don't even know who else, but they Hallet, just Alair went to uh, Dortmund for I think some money too. Yeah, dude, they they hala, yes, the forward. They lost yeah. a lot of players, and Benfica beat that team. And, and their coach, was, and the coach, and they lost the coach. So Benfica beat a very good Ajax team last year, who also gave fucking Sporting ten pancadas too after two games. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. saying. But Benfica fucking slapped that fucking ass. Shout out to Don Nunez. But if yes. if Enzo Enzo Fernandez did that to this Benfica team last year, fine. I get it. I get it. We're kind of in the mud. We're in third place. I get it. I, I wouldn't rip him for that. But what he did to us this year, when we're actually a better team Brutal. than Chelsea, we're Brutal. in first place. We went in fucking first place in our Champions League group. We, we got Club Bruges next. Why would you want to leave, buddy? Why would you do that and not wait till the summer? You are the ultimate corner, and I'll never forgive you for that. Fucking Even if – I thought you said you would root for him if Benfica wins the title. If Benfica wins the league and we win at least two rounds in Champions League, so we got to beat Club Bruges. Yeah, and then, and win then the next hopefully one. get like Inter or Porto and fucking smack them up. I'll, I'll, I will I'll shake hands and be like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and I'll go off. But, uh, <laughs> but but you'll uh, take credit for his future success as being yeah, a part of like, Benfica. Like, like you you <laughs> help you help Benfica a little bit. You help Benfica a little bit. Okay. But oh, like man. I know what you want. You want to be able to do what you do with other Benfica players because we all do it. Where they have success other places, you go, yeah, I like him. And Great, then good for him. You kind of root for and him. People like Brian. Brian asked me once. Shout out to Brian Battle. Why do you like Darwin so much? He's no longer on your team. I said Darwin played for our club and he tried so hard every game. He yes. gave it our all. He showed up to practice every day. He didn't in demand a, a, a trade. In a time he, where he we def- were not very good. Not good, good. And he tried so hard for two years on a very bad Benfica team. That's why wherever Darwin Nunez goes for the rest of his life, I will support him. And why is he even saying something as a Sporting fan when Sporting fans still rep, oh, we have, they were Ronaldo and Figo, blah, blah, blah. Like, they talk oh, they're about the them. kings of it. They're the kings of it. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't get why people don't, like, you got to understand. If you come to our club, like, and you show us that, you tried and you are doing really good. I'll support you forever. I don't care who you are. I'll always have your back and support you. But that's my corner. He will forever be my corner until Benfica win the Champions League or the league. Go ahead. Go ahead, Phil. Um, my my uh, also corner of the week too is uh, Milwaukee Bucks fans. Very excited to emerge <laughs> out from the sewers. Um, I hate them. Man, you what they do first, now? First of all, your team captain, your <laughs> captain Giannis doesn't even know how to draft uh, reserves. He picks John ja Morant. I'm going to pick Ja Morant. He's like, no, actually, they're, they're I think he did. A, he did a good job picking his team because yeah, because you know they yeah, they, they kind of killed him. Team. Tatum carried that squad. Yeah, Tatum was the, enough. Tatum should have been the number one pick. That was, LeBron's a corn for not picking Tatum first. That's all right. Well, whatever. It's still, Milwaukee Bucks fans, and then all of a sudden, like now that's they're calling Jason Tatum a cornball because he was trying so hard. And then they're like, oh, where would J- uh, Jason Tatum be without Jalen Brown? I was like, I oh, don't no, Why don't you ask Giannis in the Bucks game six when he dropped 47 in your fucking head <laughs> with, ten, with 12 rebounds and six assists? Where was that? Shut up. All you Milwaukee yeah. Bucks fans, all you guys are a bunch of corns. I hate all of you. Hey, man, you corny. <laughs> Anyone Phil else? Ver- 
Phil versus the fans. I love oh, it. Every dude, week, yo, there's a new one. I was so petty last last playoff season. I saved tweets from Milwaukee Bucks fans. As soon as we won, I went back to my favorites, and I just put down, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen them. And I asked what happened. It was the best. It was uh, the best. That's good. That's good. That's great. Uh, else got I, got, I, got, I got a couple more. Uh, EPL doesn't know what – what a handball is! Oh anymore. my god, dude! <laughs> these refs are just the biggest. But, co- I don't know what. I, I I don't know if I should blame the refs or these players that are trying. Like, they're getting away with it, where it's like they're all just going to the ground and putting their hand down. If you're going fucking, down, yeah, like your hand like, is. It's happening the ball. every week. Every week, there's a new one. They're trying. It's, they're trying to pull a fast one. It's, and they try it's, to use like on falling down as an excuse to, to break the fall, but they also want to block the shot. That's corny yeah, too. Yeah. This this recent one was like yeah, in, in it was bad. West Ham two weeks in a row get away with a murder handball in the box. That's just oh, weird. Brutal. I don't get it. Brutal. And right. you know what? Just refs, Portuguese refs too, because they're fucking ble- joke. They're bleed. They not only have to ruin you know Portuguese soccer, but now that it's bleeding into other parts of Europe and this Europa League with with Juve this on on last week. Just the the most blatant handball I've ever seen in my life, and they didn't. Var Var did nothing about it. It was I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. Josh, another Portuguese ref. I don't know if I had another one. Um. Oh, Travis Kelsey again. Oh my God, dude! Stop. Again. I don't know why you guys say he's a corn. He's not a. Corn. He is a corn. Josh, he's he's a corn. He, I, love him. I love him. He has, I he's the guy who has two different voices. When he's around his black friends, he talks one way. When he's around white guys, he talks a different way. He's a corn. That's a corn move. He's the what? biggest corn. Why? Because he can sit and be in multiple rooms? Well, actually, it's, it's Don't go, his change wife, your his whole wife, like his, demeanor his wife, and how you act and how you talk. His wife is black, by the way. No, they they broke up. They're, They're not. They, they divorced. Oh, Are they still well, together? Married. No, never, they still together anymore. I don't know. We can Google that after. We can say that for another day. But I Phil, don't know. Phil, are they still together? What your butt cheeks? Oh, I almost got you. Got them. <laughs> almost got you, you fucking cut. All, All right, right, everyone. Well, All thanks right, for tuning in. Thanks, big Tim. shout out to our thanks, boy Tim, Tim. McCone. Shout yep. out, Big Poppy. Oh yeah, shout thirty-four. Out shout out to Paul Pierce, Pierce dude. He's my goal. Paul Pierce and more thirty-fours. Oh yeah, there's plenty. Yeah, no, there's a lot 34. of good 34s. 34 you said great, Walter Payton is a great. Yeah, Walter Payton, number. Bo Bo Jackson. Um, there's got to be like insane amount of running backs out of 34. Ray Allen on the Bucks. Is Reggie Lewis? Reggie Lewis 30? was 36. No, no. I think it was th- no. No, Reggie Lewis was 45. I think. Because my, no, my he was thir- Joe, he's my 35. Joe. He was 35. Oh, that's what it was. 35. I was close. I was off by 10. But I know. I know. Um, it was one of those numbers. I think Josh is frozen. Yeah, take a picture of that. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you you for our guest, Tim McCone, for coming on at 98.5. I know that, you know, it's our first radio guy. I got a couple of people, too, like Sean Silver and stuff. Like, that was in the the DMs. But producer Phil just getting the guests. I love it. I'm trying, man. And not to mention, I'm learning. I learned putting the clips out. The clips, by the way, I, I, I'm gonna do some other things too, Jeff. This so week, this week I want more than one. This week I want. More. I will. I'll do more than one. All right, we'll do it. All right, All right. thanks, thank guys. You guys. Peace. Peace. Out. Peace.